0: It's the right time for Western Oklahoma. Well, we have with us on the show today our usual guest on the program. We have Cindy Munson, the Minority Leader of the Oklahoma House Representatives. Good morning, Representative Munson.
1: Good morning.
0: It's good to have you on the show, as usual. And then we have yeah. a guest filling in for, for uh, Anthony Moore, uh, Representative Dick Lowe, who has from Amber, Oklahoma, has the Chickasha area in his district. Good morning, Representative Lowe. Welcome.
2: Well, thank you. I've looked forward to this. I got a call from Anthony and asked me to, to come and fill in for him this morning, and I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, my area uh, probably is with three district, and I go from El Reno to Hinton to Chickasha and Tuttle area, so I've got not as big as area as Representative Moore, but uh, lots of lots of great folks. Well,
0: yeah, that's a great area. You know, I, I actually... Uh, Lived in part of that area at one time, so uh, I have all respect for, for you guys that are out there working all over the state, but particularly in the Chickasha area. A lot of good friends there. Um, so tell us, first of all, Representative Moore, do you mind if, uh, I mean, Representative Moore, Representative Munson, do you mind if, if he tells us a little bit about himself since we've never had him on the
2: show before?
1: Oh, I think that's great.
2: Uh, it really <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm a classmate of representing Moore. We both came in three years ago, coming on forward now. Uh, my background, uh, I, I'm really an ag guy. I keep telling about I'm an ag guy, and anybody that sees me at the Capitol always knows I've got a pair of boots on. And, and uh, But I have served, the last uh, 23 years of my career was in, in education, uh, in, uh, pre- predominantly in the career of tech. I, I was an ag teacher. And then went into career tech, did ag business management, then, uh, was an industrial coordinator, worked with business and industry. So that's, that's a little bit of my background. Uh, still an ag guy. We still raise livestock. Uh, my wife and I are partners with our son on some show sheep that we raise and, uh, which makes this not even early morning for us because we get up pretty early <laughs> and go. Uh, but, uh, that's a little bit of my background. Lots of friends out your way. I actually, uh, had a call yesterday evening late. I was on the road coming back out of, out of Decatur, Texas. And I said, we're, you're going to be on the show tomorrow. We're going to tune in and make sure we, uh-huh. uh, well, and, 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 uh, and, minority leader Munson, and that doesn't mean they're not listening to you all the time. They just have to be friends of mine.
0: Well, we appreciate the background. You know, we do a lot of ag programming in here between 6 and Mm 7, particularly with Ron Hayes and uh the ag report so our our a- ag educator just left he yeah. was down 15 minutes ago so mm-hmm. yeah larry, larry, i
1: listen a- every friday morning to it
2: yeah
0: larry bryan uh, was on this morning
2: oh larry and i've been friends for many years back when he used to be an ag teacher at uh, up northern oklahoma yeah he was at thomas uh, when my wife yes was sir
0: teaching there so i've known larry for a long time well, look, let's talk about the hottest item in the news. It broke last night. Uh, and uh, the nine counts against Hunter Biden for income tax evasion, basically. Uh, he's been indicted in California. And apparently he did not file some of his returns. He also uh, didn't pay taxes over a period of time and a lot of money involved. Uh, and, and as a Democrat, what are your thoughts about this? And Representative Munson, um, I'd like to get your reaction.
1: Well, first, my reaction is and no one's above the law. We we all are, you know. We are to pay taxes, and so you know, regardless of whether or not you're the president's son or you're the president himself, you should be paying taxes. So, I'm I'm not rattled by it. I think you know, there's I know there's people in Congress, Republicans in particular, who think that the president should be impeached because of it. I mean, I think they're gonna, and they're still they they haven't been able to find connection on you know. President Biden being connected to this, other than that, is his son. Uh, at the end of the day, yeah, Hunter Biden needs to face taxes, just like everybody else.
0: So uh, that the connection with Biden does this have a negative effect on Biden's campaign for reelection?
1: I think Republicans will try to make it seem that way, and um, you know, but I think uh, at the end of the day, President Biden will run on his record and, and what he's done for the American people, and. And that's that's what I think voters should be focused on. Hunter Biden should be, you know, held accountable. He should be paying his taxes. And I think the president will agree. I think the president will agree with me, Harold. Um, the minority leader from Oklahoma, <laughs> that's supposed should be done. But I don't know that it'll have a huge impact on the election and him uh, winning re-election in 2024.
0: I, I think, uh, Representative Lowe, the real connection seems to be the, the fact that uh, apparently, according to at least some, Money was taken, and the job that uh, Hunter Biden got with Burisma in particular, was a job that 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 was a pay and play type deal. Uh, what are your thoughts about what's happened with Hunter Biden and and what effect it's going to have on the
2: election? Well, I I think uh, what Legal Munson is saying is true. You know, I, I totally agree. There, money pays their taxes. I think all of us do that, and in and, and required to. And, you know, and, and and I really don't have any problem paying taxes. And I think it's the, that's just the obvious part right there. As far as ha, uh, what, how it's going to affect the election, uh, you know, we represent a very different part of the country uh, than even California, Florida, or even the East Coast. So, you know, it, it's hard to say. I kind of think I know how it's going to affect here in Oklahoma, but I don't know how it will affect nationwide. I, uh you two have both been around this political game much longer than I, and you. It doesn't matter what happens; the other, the other side of the aisle is going to take advantage of it or try to, and, and that's just part of this way this thing works. Uh, will it affect? Will I think we'll see more in Iowa than uh, to find out if it's going to be a big effect or not? Be honest. So you're talking.
0: I mean, it's this has been a contentious election, and Mustafa and I were talking earlier off the air, frankly, <laughs> about the fact that this is so contentious between, you know, you've got people coming after Trump. So on both sides of this presidential election, you've got lawsuits being filed. You've got, uh, you know, Trump's been indicted. Um, he's in trial right now in New York City. Uh, it, have we seen anything like this in the history uh, before? I mean, what do you think about that, Representative Blow? Where, why what, does what this do well, politics in, in Oklahoma? It doesn't.
2: Yeah, it doesn't help us. any without a question, you know, it's you're you're absolutely correct. Far as my, uh, my my overview is, this is the first ever we've seen anything like this. We could disagree, and, and Leader Munson and I may not always agree, but we can always be friendly and work towards i don't sit there and talk about the democrats good better otherwise uh, I, we really talk about policy and how we can help the people of the state of oklahoma and gosh wouldn't it be great if we did that on a national level uh quit worrying about every individual but this is actually the nastiest i have ever seen it and being 65 i've seen quite a few of them and uh it, it just, i don't think it does our country any good to be honest
0: well, we have had historically uh, some times when it was pretty contentious, like I'm thinking about Teddy Roosevelt and uh, and, and, and Taft, Howard Taft. You know, Roosevelt didn't like Taft uh, when he came back after being in Africa and in South America and then ends up uh, starting his own party. So that, this is not the first time we've had contentious uh, stuff going on in politics, Uh but uh, Reverend Munson, you know, there's two sides to this because, the, the, frankly, the Democrats have really come after Trump. Is there a difference between what's happening with Biden and what's happening with Trump?
1: There is a difference in that, you know, it, there there has been proof of, of of issues with the former president around uh, his own tax issues. So we're talking about Hunter Biden, same thing. You, you can't, you're not held to any kind of higher standard, you have to, in fact, you're held to a higher standard in that you should be following a law and doing what we ask of all, uh, you know, all of our citizens, um, which is to pay taxes. And then of course the, you know, the issue with January 6th and what happened that day at the U S Capitol. And uh, you know, trying to, you know, compare and make it seem as though what the former president has done and Hunter Biden are, are two separate things, because that is not Joe Biden himself. In terms of the contentiousness and, um, you know, what's happening now is I think I think we have a problem as talking to each other as neighbors. It's not just elected officials. Elected officials are going to reflect back to you what and how communities are acting. And we know that we have friends and family members who are of different parties who can get along and we all have to go to the same grocery store and school and church and ride out, drive on the same roads. And so I think, you know, as neighbors and as people, I just spoke to a, a group of um, young professionals on Tuesday about this, that if you want things to change at the Capitol or at the nation's capital, then you're going to have to, you know, get to know your neighbors and get to know people who don't think like you and and stand each other enough to find some common ground. Uh, because right now, those who are the most contentious, who are sort of benefiting from all of this, they want us to keep each other to keep us at each other's throats, because they they are able to stay in power, So we really got to put some of those walls down and find our common ground so that we can uh, change this and, quite frankly, save our democracy.
0: So, speaking of contention, uh, mm-hmm. I, I I sense, and I won't uh, rep uh, low to address this one, but I sense a lot of tension among the party. When you look at the Republicans and some
2: of the things that, <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> so, you made me smile right off the bat because I knew we'd get here. You know, it, it has. And, and, and Leader Munson, I totally agree with we, you. We as a country, we as the people have to get back together. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you, I am so blessed to get to, to represent a real district where we try to treat each other right. Uh, I, I noticed we're going down the road last night with my wife, we, and it was dark, and we were going around, we meet a car, and we both still wave at them. And there's no way they could have seen us, but that's just what we have been has been been taught to us all our lives. And so, you know, the rural area is is maybe somewhat different than other areas within the party. You know, we we see there's there's differences of opinion. as it was mentioned earlier? We we all see things a little different. Uh, As I as I tell folks, we all represent a different set of people too. Uh, Leader Munson and I have two totally different type of districts. Yep, they're Oklahomans, and we both want to take care of our districts and take care of our people. It uh, doesn't mean we have to be rude. Doesn't have to be. And I hope Leader Munson will agree with me. We we seem to be good friends. We always talk. I saw her at the Capitol last week. Visited with her. We always do uh, And I think that's why we ought to treat each other. But you know, sometimes our emotions take over, and sure, and, uh, it's sure not a, a pretty. If mean, it's not a pretty sight to see, and it doesn't do the the state any good when that happens
0: we're going to we're going to take a quick break when we come back we'll talk about what's going on in oklahoma you both get preparing for a legislative session coming up and there's a lot going on in oklahoma to talk about so stay tuned you're listening the right time for western oklahoma Come meet Joe at Rick's Boots and Outfitters. Everyone knows how important it is to pick the right boot. And Joe knows boots. He'll let you know about their wide selection of Justin, Red Wings, Ariat, and Exotics. He'll also show you their Western clothing, Wrangler jeans and
2: shirts, cinch jeans and shirts, FR clothing, cologne, an assortment of hats, belts, and wallets. A great selection and great sales are happening at Rick's Boots and Outfitters right off I-40 in Weatherford, just inside the ASAP General Store. Hammond Phillips is now part of Select Water Solutions. Select is a leading provider in all things water from sourcing, transfer, recycling, infrastructure, flowback, well testing, disposal solutions, and fluid handling and fluid chemistry. Our mission is to focus on developing sustainable water and chemical solutions with a commitment to conservation and reuse. Select Connect. We are all connected by water. Hello, this is Brian Baca, founder of Advanced Financial Strategies in Clinton. We've been helping people with their individual financial planning for the past 30 years. How was your 2023 compared to the rough year the market had in 2022? Did your 401k or your investment accounts fully recover, or at least close to it? At this point in time, your accounts should be at the highest level or close to the highest level they've ever been. If you'd like a second opinion to potentially reduce the impact on your retirement assets or entire portfolio when another year like 2022 happens, give us a call for a no-cost, no-obligation conversation. December is always a great month to re-evaluate the past year and see if you're closer to your goals. And January is a month to take action. We can help you set a more defined course if you feel it's necessary. Give us a call at our office in Clinton, 323-6800, and let's see if we can help you enter the new year with more confidence. Or check us out on our website, retirewithbacca.com.
1: Brian Bacca and Briley Bacca are investment advisor representatives of and advisory services offered through Royal Fund Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Here's Weatherford Economic Development Director Yolanda Creswell telling you to shop local this holiday season. This is Yolanda Creswell, the Weatherford Economic Development Director, reminding you to shop local this Christmas season. When you shop local, you help create jobs, you are investing in entrepreneurship, and building a strong community. Let's keep our dollars local by shopping right here. Shop Weatherford this holiday season. Remember to support your local community and shop here in Weatherford for the
0: holidays. 25 minutes after 7 o'clock, we're right in the middle. <laughs> right in the middle of Crossfire. We're very happy to have Dick Lowe with us today from uh, Amber. representing the, uh, the Chickasha Amber area. Uh, and I guess uh, I, a lot of people, uh, Amber Pocasset, your schools together, right, Dick? Yes, sir. Yeah, we're the oldest consolidated school in Oklahoma. Wow. And, located, I guess, kind of north out of of um, Chickasha. Just
2: yes, we're north about uh, eight miles of Chickasha.
0: So, what do you got going? What you, what are you looking at for this legislative session? You're an educator. What what's on your mind?
2: Well, I, uh, as I look at what what I've got. To, to, as far as bills to run, education kind of coming top to the forefront in here. Uh, one of them that I ran last year that's hung up over in the Senate, we'll, we've looks like we'll get that moving forward was, is financial literacy. I think everybody's listening in the morning will uh, totally agree with us that financial literacy has, is a must. We teach it now, but it's actually through seventh through twelfth grade, and we only teach it one time. And, seventh, uh, eighth, and ninth graders probably not ready to, to take in all the financial literacy they need to get ready for in life. And so we're moving that to 10th, 11th, 12th, kind of cleaning it up and adding a few things in there. So I'm excited about that, getting that all through. Education has been uh, on the forefront for now coming on two years. And, uh, without a question, we did the biggest increase in education funding we've ever had. Our number is largest. I serve as the vice chair of appropriations and education, which is, you know, $5.2 billion. And, um, you know, we, we have spent a lot of money, but you know, our, I think our key thing is, and, and I hope le- the leader will agree with me is, is getting that money spent the right way. Now, I know we've, everybody's seen all the news, all the media is out there, uh, about, the state department of education. We're working with it. Everyone has to remember that uh, the state population, population voted for the superintendent. Uh, we don't put people in office and out. That is a voted position. So we're working our best uh, with the superintendent, state superintendent, and, and trying to move forward. Sometimes I know it doesn't appear to that out there, but uh, do, doing our best and trying to move forward. The legislature, we make laws. We don't run agencies. That's the executive branch. And so sometimes we sure would like to. I know the the leader would love to be over, be able to say let's do this and that. And I would too. But uh, sometimes we don't get to do that, and that's not really our realm. We we make policies and and, and that, hold their feet to the fire to stay within those policies. Uh, as I said earlier, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm an ag guy and I've got an ag bill we're running for the State Department of Ag, uh, doing some transportation bills this year. The ODOT has got me running one bill. I'm, I'm I had a task force last year, uh, with the uh, Corporation Commission and Department of Public Safety. We ran that task force. There'll be uh, some bills coming out of that. So that's kind of my, my, uh, agenda for the year of my bills. And I, I know, uh, we'll see lots and lots more.
0: Representative Munson, you were on record yesterday saying you were concerned. You still don't like the idea of public money going to private schools. That builds in effect, and people are scrambling now to get some of that money. Uh, are you still holding that position? What's going to happen on that? Can anything be done?
1: Yeah, of course I, I do still hold my position on that. And what we're seeing now is uh, just, you know, the uh, – The delay in implementation um, and then, of course, you know, frustration from families trying to get their applications in and all of that. And what I've talked about and what I've tried to elevate is, you know, at the end of the day, um, this is this also, you know, just it lacks so much oversight and transparency from the legislature. We've handed it over to the OTC. And so we won't really know, you know, how much money will be spent, how many families will access. There is a cap. um, I believe it's one hundred and eighty million dollars for the first year. But. Um But still, you know, at the end of the day, we should be focused solely on funding our public education when it comes to public schools. And in this upcoming legislative session, I think there's going to be a lot of focus, again, on education and, of course, workforce. And if we want to strengthen our workforce, I was just at the state chamber luncheon having conversations on the legislative panel and hearing from speakers. We have to invest in education, K through 12, common ed, career tech um, and making sure students have as many opportunities as possible to, uh, uh, you know, access their passion, but also do things that um, be involved and engage in industry that will support their local communities and overall the state.
0: Uh, Jeff Brong sent us a text in. He, he wants me to ask about the announcement from the Senate earlier this week on how they're overhauling their budget process on their side to make it more organized and open. Uh, what do you think about that?
1: That's a great question. I'm actually very pleased to hear the Senate pro tem uh, talk about his ideas. I wish this would have happened many years ago, uh, but you know, hey, it is here now. I don't, it'll be interesting to see how Speaker McCall responds to that. I think even with uh, Representative Lowe being a subcommittee chairman, I like. I liked uh, his emphasis on the subcommittees and giving those subcommittee members an opportunity to really weigh in the chairman, vice chairman, and also the members that make up both parties, the minority and majority parties, to sit down and delve into the agency budgets, get some more detail, and have real say in how these agencies are funded. When I was a freshman, I was uh, when I was right across the hall from you, Representative uh, represent, Wright um, and Representative OMB, uh, I was on his subcommittee for human services, and I actually thought that that's what my job would be, and then I learned quickly that wasn't exactly how it worked. Um, so we'll see if the House will adopt a similar idea, but I think I think uh, Senator Treat's idea is moving in the right direction.
0: Representative Lowe, it's hard to get the budget out anyway, and you got to work with the governor. Is that even a possibility to be this, I guess, uh, organized and open?
2: Well, I didn't. I, I have to say I kind of agree with the pro team. I'm not necessarily his timelines exactly. You can't always have the budget totally out when you're doing the base. You know, starting starting out, it, you put it all out in public, and it just becomes a general mess. I will tell you, uh, in Senator Musings, so and would love to hear this. There's several of us are not happy with the budget process. We are not pleased that uh, we see the budget, just like you do sometimes, almost. Less than 24 hours before we're expected to vote on it. And so we want to, we, we really look forward to a different process also. Um, I don't know what that's going to look like yet, but I really foresee in this year that we will make some changes. I'm not quite sure it's going to change for this year, but I think as we come into the, the future years, I think we're going to see a process uh, look a lot different than what we do right now because, uh, be honest, I, I'm, I'm not there's several of us are not extremely happy with the way it goes because i i have to each one of us and both of you know this we have to answer to the public for every dollar spent whether we had anything to do with it or not uh, that's why i love oversight i love over someone on oversight overseeing and it's just the leader said what to go you know Sometimes there's no oversight on these projects, and, and I, I really have a problem with that. And so uh, if I'm going to be responsible for things, I want to be able to have, know that we're over overlooking it and making sure it's around as we intend it to run. Hey, do you know what that bell
0: means? We're out of time. Yeah, we're out of time. Ladies and gentlemen, Representative Munson, the minority leader of the House of Representatives, uh, a Democrat from Oklahoma City, and uh, we have Dick Lowe on today uh, from uh, Amber and the Chickasha area on as well, uh, so, filling in for Anthony Moore. So, so thank you guys for being on the show. So uh, I want to ask real quick What did Adam say the day before Christmas? Who, who are you asking this I'm question? I'm asking uh, Dick and uh, Cindy. So repeat that. Right. What did Adam say the day before Christmas? What did Adam say the day before Christmas? Either one of you have any idea? Well, I didn't
2: think Christ was born yet, so I don't know. <laughs> well, it's Christmas Eve. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
0: Oh, my. my.
2: Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.